You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Welcome to this week's edition of the Yarra Bicycle Users Group radio show for Monday, the 22nd of June, 2020. We acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional owners of the land from which we transmit people-powered radio. Thank you to Democracy Now! for the previous hour of Current Affairs. My name's Chris, and uh, back in the studio. And uh, yeah, just uh, forgive a few... uh, bits and pieces I may do, but, you know, it's, it's great being back in front of the dials. So uh, today, there's a lot happening. You know, you may have, with all the other shows, it, uh, it's a bit of a iteration of, oh, there's nothing happening, nothing happening, nothing happening, and a lot of complaining, and why isn't people doing things and authorities? Well, last fortnight, we've seen a phenomenal amount of things go on around Melbourne to do with cycling. And today, I am going to be talking to Councillor Rohan Leopard from the City of Melbourne about lots of stuff that's happening. But there's also a phenomenal amount of things happening in Yarra to do with cycling. Uh, there's uh, ne- ne- tomorrow night at Yarra City Council, they're going to be doing uh, yeah, the general meeting. There's going to be a fast rollout of vehicle diversions and bicycle lane extensions proposed to make key bicycle routes safer. And there's some examples. Um, if you go to Yarra Council meeting documents, that's on yarracityvic.gov.au uh, and look for 23rd of June meeting. Also, uh, our friends at Streets Alive Yarra have put up a pricey of this, what they're planning to do. Now, um, also, the Yarra, oh, sorry, the Carlton North Latham scheme draft recommendations are available. So if you live in Carlton North, there's a lot happening up there. So these are item 11.1, attachment one, COVID-19 response trials, location and concept plans, and uh, also involves leisure and walking circuits. So there's a phenomenal amount of stuff happening. So there's stuff to do with uh, addressing key missing links under Heidelberg Road, um, CBD Church Street, the closure of Trenary Crescent, Clifton Hill, under the Eastern Freeway. Now, that's fascinating. Um, fixing up uh, key missing links on Heidelberg Road uh, at uh, Johnson Nicholson Street, Abbotsford, you know, the eastbound bus land on Johnson Street, that curly, curly, curly intersection that I never really liked at the top of Johnson. Uh, ooh, there's, uh, there's got to be a mid-block closure of Wellington Street, Collingwood, to traffic in both directions between Johnson and Alexandra Parade. Contraflow bicycle lane on Park Street to take the pressure off the Capital City Trail or the linear trail up there. Discussed a bit of that in the last show I did with uh, Councillor Jackie Frostacki from City of Yarra. So this is a phenomenal amount of stuff. So uh, if you want to make a submission in support or I'll actually read the submission details from um, 
City of Yarra for their general meeting tomorrow night. If you have participated in consultation about a matter before this meeting, you do not need to submit your feedback again. However, if you would like to ask a question about something that's not on the agenda or make a brief submission about something that is listed, you can submit a 250-word statement which will be presented to the council by a council officer on your behalf. So at the moment, all the council meetings are online, virtual, whatever. Uh, your submission must be lodged by 10am on the day of the meeting at the following link. And there's a surveygizmo.com link. I'll put the link into the uh, podcast description. So that is 10am tomorrow morning, which is Tuesday, the 23rd of June. And the uh, part of that um, is something that's happening today. Yep. After all these years of things that take forever and voice trails off and... Hey, let's try and be positive. Elizabeth Street. There's a trial of a protected bike lane for Elizabeth Street, Richmond, and that's going to be a um, 12-month trial. Parking spaces alongside of Elizabeth Street and protected bike lanes with buffer zones on both sides. Pedestrian paths will be slightly wider on the south side between Hoddle Lennox Street and on the north side to Lennox and Church Street. And the works are starting today. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like was losing my mind last um, over the weekend when I was reading that. I was going, I know. I mean, I know this has been a project, or I think the recommendation by the officers for quite a while. But it's like you little beauty. So if you want to find out more about that, or you want to make uh, keep in touch with what um, up to, go to your say Yarra. That's all one word. dot com. dot au forward slash Elizabeth Street with a hyphen in the middle there. But if you just go to your say Yarra or one word, .com.au, and just have a search there, and that will have Elizabeth Street there, and hopefully it will have the uh, Carlton North Latham as well. So, amazing. But then again, there's been uh, pressure and concern building for, well, since this emergency started, for people, or people riding, people choosing different transport modes, and councils and uh, relevant authorities having to listen to what people want. We are seeing a whole scale or a very massive shift in the way that we uh, move around our community. And you've probably been a bit puzzled over the weekend with uh, new restrictions in Victoria. We're, I mean, you know, Chief Medical Officer has come out with recommendations Still filtering through what we need to do because those of us who live in these affected um, areas or council areas still have to wonder about if we're going to have complete lockdown again or what restrictions. So uh, if you're um, unsure, listen to what's coming out from the Chief Medical Officer of Victoria. Ah, What else have I got here? Ah, on bad news and if... uh, you and Moreland Bicycle User Group, you would be probably across this issue because it's another long-standing issue which has had a uh, subpar response. Okay, the Cumberland Road separated uh, path. There was plans for this in Pascal Vale South. Now, have you had a chance to call Lizzie Blathorn yet? Blathorn yet, and let her know what you think about what's happened with the Cumberland Road separated path debacle. The Department of Health proposed 
replacing a separated path on Cumberland Road that everyone would be able to um, able to use with a painted on uh, road bike lane in Derby and Kent Street. They're taking the two million dollars two million dollars promised for a separated bike path and spending it on resurfacing roads with 50k per hour speed limits that a lot of people can't ride on. I mean, it's okay for, you know, again, this is something I've interrated on the show many, many times over the years. For those of us who experience, yes, they're fine, and I can mix it. Not everybody can. We've got to be designing our streets for people who are 8 to 80. You imagine if you, you know, someone in your family who's not quite across riding or commuting, would you want them riding on busy roads? Or you could think about their reaction. No, you wouldn't want it. So, uh I like, I like this one. If you ask for an apple, we'll give you an, I give you an onion. Mm. Yes, okay. So you can call Lizzie Blanthorne's office today on 03-9354-9935 or email her at lizzie, that's i-e dot bladthorne, at parliament.vic.gov.au to ask her to stand up for the locals. Because, yeah, they promised $2 million. They've reneged. they put something else down. Painted lanes serving suggestion only, really. And with changing road conditions and people being a little distracted or whatever with these uh, trying times we got at the moment, we need every little bit of support and separated infrastructure or improved infrastructure where we can find it. If they promise $2 million and they've pulled that out, that is wrong. So um, I'll put some more details into the podcast about that. And also, if you have a look at Moreland Bug, uh, either their Facebook page and the like, they've got a lot of details on there at the moment about how you can get involved with that. After the break, I'm going to be doing my interview with Rohan. I'm going to talk about all the amazing work that City of Melbourne are doing, 40 kilometres of new bicycle lanes. There's plenty of specialist music programs to choose from on the 3CR grid. Because music. Explore the 3CR schedule online at 3cr.org.au. Oh, it makes me happy. Yes, this is our vibration. Check out Music Sons Frontier. Great voices. Music Matters. The Hip Sister Hop Show. The Heavy Session. The Planet X Radio Show. Satellite Skies. Shindig. Sweet Dreams. Tune in to 3CR 855 AM on your digital radio or streaming live at 3cr.org.au. Let our music make you happy. You're back listening to Yarra Bicycle User Group Radio on Community Radio 3CR. Now, on the line today, I've got Rohan, a councillor from the City of Melbourne. And we're going to be talking about what the City of Melbourne is up to with um, new cycling infrastructure. Rohan, do you want to give uh, the listener or the listeners a bit of an introduction? Morning, Chris. Um, sure. I'm a councillor at the City of Melbourne and I've been uh, councillor for seven years. Uh, I'm the deputy chair in transport and I'm Council's uh, resident cycling nut, and I love all things that goes with uh, transport policy, and I am so excited that after a long, long 
period of uh, pushing for a change in policy. The politics, uh, the times are right, and uh, the City of Melbourne's got this big breakthrough with uh, uh, an announcement of $16 million for new cycle infrastructure in the middle of the city. This sounds fantastic because I was just in the intro, like in Yarra, we've been uh, pushing and pushing and pushing for years, and it's good to see the inner areas really understanding or you know, comprehending what needs to be done in terms of uh, people choosing transport modes. Uh, can you give us a bit of an overview of wh- what this leads out of the City of Melbourne with, with the actual you know, push for fast delivery? Sure. Um, so $15 million is a uh, record for us. Previously, our biggest record spend was in 2012-13 when we did uh, $5.1 million. That's when we built Latrobe Street to link up to um, Albert now, uh, that route has continued to be improved, and I know that in Yarra there's uh, an interesting trial going to be happening uh, on Elizabeth Street shortly, and we're linking in with that as well. But we're also going to link up with the Canning Street Superhighway, if you like, uh, with our Rath Down Exhibition Street uh, works. Now, that's our most expensive uh, set of new laneways, and... That's the top of our list of priorities as well. Uh, so we're hoping to build up to 20 kilometres of new physically separated lanes and uh, flow zones for uh, bicycles and cars on our little streets in the city as well. Uh, and that's uh, just a pace that we've never seen before. Mm. We've still got quite a few hurdles. Uh, so the state government's still quite uh, recalcitrant when it comes to cycling policy, uh, as we know. Uh, but we've seen a bit of a breakthrough there as well. I mean, we're seeing the sorts of approvals from the Department of Transport that we've struggled to get in the past. I'm most excited about our Round 2 projects, including Flinders Street, which is going to be our next east-west uh, link across the Hoddle grid. And if you told me a year ago that we would have got in principle support from the state to, to see Flinders Street, uh, I would have told you you were dreaming. So these are exciting times. Yeah, so these are really good because you know, in the intro I was talking about Elizabeth Street and, again, you know, I was looking at when it popped up on your say Yarra, it's like the, the commencement of this trial um, separate lane is today. And I'm like, what? So, but then again, there's been this pressure building and you would know that. Um, what, would you, what have you seen within the Melbourne area um, in terms of people's choices under under this um, emergency um, we're, we're trying to live through? Well, people are cycling a lot more. I mean, it's, for all understandable reasons, people are reluctant to take public transport unless they absolutely have to. Um, we're a bit worried about uh, people driving more than they need to and as people return to work in the city, and Melbourne's a pretty uh, typical radial city in that way, um, we're worried about the local road network uh, reaching capacity pretty quickly as people do return to work. And so cycling's going to be part of the solution to how we move uh, as those restrictions lift. Um, Already we've seen... Uh, massive increases in cycling. Uh, mm-hmm. At the end of April, of course, Bicycle Network did a survey showing um, some of our key routes along our creek corridors cycling up over 300%. Um, the City of Melbourne's own surveys uh, show similar figures on some of our local roads. Um, those surveys were done at the end of April, beginning of May. It's now late June. Uh, and even though we're getting into colder times, those figures uh, keep increasing. Um, 
So we've seen overseas in places like Berlin and Milan, right from March, uh, these city-state governments, um, uh, Milan not a city-state, but um, cities that have um, direct jurisdiction uh, taking over their streets very quickly, overnight sometimes, literally. And it's been really, really frustrating here in Melbourne uh, to wait a little bit longer knowing that we've got to line up two levels of government in order to get anywhere. Um, but with this really fragmented governance framework we've got in Victoria, that's just the way it works. So we've still got plenty of hurdles, but uh, better late than never, I think. And we've still got quite a lot of uh, lockdowns and, and restrictions on movement as it is. So I'm hoping uh, that over the course of the next few weeks, and construction will start imminently, um, we can finally see that uh, line in the sand drawn where everyone can see that Melbourne is now shifting in a big way um, mm. between transport mode and we are going to be that cycling city, a premier cycling city. Yeah, because this links in with you know the existing thing of the is it the City of Melbourne's Transport Strategy 2030, which you have, you've got a 10-year roadmap. So it's not in isolation. It's part of a strategy. Absolutely. Yeah. That's right. And, and the thing about that strategy... We adopted it only last year, uh, but the other thing we did last year was uh, make a climate emergency declaration, and that's something Yarra has also done and a few other councils in uh, in Melbourne. Uh, but we didn't just make the declaration because that's purely symbolic. We have a really strong implementation plan that went along with it, and we adopted that in February, just before uh, the pandemic uh, hit government in a big way. Mm. And we made an in-principle decision in February to do 10 years' worth of bicycle lane infrastructure in four. And so even though the coronavirus provides the uh, political environment that makes it slightly easier to make some of these decisions quickly, this is a long, long uh, journey with a lot of people and a lot of uh, bug advocates and a lot of uh, cyclists over many, many years and mm. a lot of politicians as well uh, pushing, pushing, pushing uh, to get us where we're at today. Yeah, it's been an incredibly long process. So I can think going back, you know, 20, 25 years with some of these projects or and or uh, the impetus towards changing um, priorities. So the priority routes include uh, Exhibition Street Stage 1, that's Flinders Street to Burke, that's right. And uh, Rathdown Street, Victoria and Street. Rathdown as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah to Faraday. Uh, William Street, Dudley to Flinders Street. Abbotsford Street, Flemington Road to Queensbury Street. Now, that's a really fascinating one in terms of like, getting to that northwest part. And Absolutely. So we've already yeah. done up to Queensbury Street, but that's a beautiful wide street. Oh, isn't it? Melbourne with very wide roads. Mm. And uh, that will be our key north-south route within the suburb of... Uh, North Melbourne. Now, of course, once you get to Flemington Road, we hit another one of those state arterials. Yeah. And I very much hope that that's the next political barrier we can cross because all of the state government uh, cycling projects that we're seeing inside the city of Melbourne, they're only legacy projects associated with other major transport projects, whether it's the Velloway with the Westgate Tunnel or whether it's the St Kilda Road bypass that are promised that we don't yet have details on. We still don't have that uh, change in mindset from the state government that cycling infrastructure on state arterial roads should be part of the bread and butter of what state government does. We're still not quite there yet. So I think councils are very much at the forefront of what we need to do to make ourselves a cycling city. 
Uh, but yeah, that, that political barrier is still very much there at the state level. Yeah, and things are, again, not wishing to go off into another huge topic, but things with the Westgate Tunnel are up in the air at the moment. So like, part of that project was the Footscray Road Villa Way, which I don't think it's really fit for purpose, but that's kind of sidelined. I'm not a fan, I have to say. <laughs> what? Sorry? I'm not a fan. No, um, I like things that everyone can use. And, you know, this, there's a mindset that comes out that, you know, cycle, you know, people who ride bikes are fast and predominantly young males and have a certain way of getting about, or, or mammals. And it's like, look, we've got to get away from that mindset and look at it at a more of a transport model and cater for people who, you know, kids and people doing, you know, shopping duties or, um, you know, just going about their work. I mean, there's nothing wrong with um, being a roadie or whatever, but we've got to... You know, it, I know it sounds repetitious for anyone who's been living, listening to the show since about 2009, but there's a myriad of different ways you can, you know, use your bike. And, uh, yeah. So, are you saying that the, the timelines on these are imminent for, for building yeah, some of that? Construction will start imminently. Um, we've announced the round one and round two projects. Um, there are maps on the City of Melbourne website, and uh, I've also done a blog post today. Um, so we'll get onto them as quickly as we possibly can. We're going to start with cheaper materials and get them in place as quickly as we can and uh, move on from there. As these projects you know, establish themselves, we can look at more uh, permanent materials, but we're never going to compromise on uh, safety. Uh, the yeah. City of Melbourne's new standards for bicycle lanes is physical separation right to the intersection. Uh, paint is an infrastructure, as the old mantra goes. And uh, we're in a new age of um, uh, transport policy now, and that's just a wonderful thing. Yeah, just looking at the media release here, we will use plastics, rubber and recycled materials, which can be installed quickly so we can accelerate the bike lane delivery. And the infrastructure we'll install will be functional for years to come and can be progressively replaced with fixed lanes over the time, over the years. Because I think going back a few years ago, I interviewed Councillor Francis Gilly on the the show, and he, he was commitment committed to, you know, a different vision for the city. So there's a fair bit of depth coming out of um, City of Melbourne, on, on, you know, leading the way on this. And it's not something that other councils can go, look, template. And it's it's not problematic or something weird or different. Absolutely. And uh, Nick's been a wonderful champion for cycling in the city. And yeah, it's been a breath of fresh air this term of council to have a critical mass of politicians who know that the only way we're going to the city grinding to a halt is to change transport modes as quickly as we can. Mm, def, def turn a phrase there, critical mass. Um, uh, yeah, anyway, Val was talking about it on the last show. Uh, so how can people find out more about this if they want to either get involved or stay in touch or receive updates about what the City of Melbourne is doing? Well, the City of Melbourne website, if you go to melbourne.vic.gov.au uh, and type in cycling in the search bar, you'll find a myriad of resources online. Uh, if you want my slightly more biased political account, I am a Greens councillor at the City of Melbourne. Um, feel free to have a look at melbournecitygreens.com. I've been blogging about uh, how we got to this point in time and what we need to keep doing to make ourselves a cycling city. And feel free to hassle me on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, you're very good on Twitter. So thank you so much for your time today, Rohan. Thanks, Chris. It's such short notice. And, yeah, and I look forward to keep, uh, keeping an eye on what you guys are up to and alongside all the other inner city councils. Thanks. Thanks. See you later. Bye.
If I had my time, five hundred languages I would sing to you. This is Monica Jasmine Caro. I'm a proud Gunai Kurnai, Gunishmara and Mukjai Wait woman. I'm a spoken word poet, actor and musician and you are listening to 3CR Community Radio. And I love community radio because it is about representation and accessibility for all peoples of all walks of life. And I must have a home somewhere I belong. You're listening to Yarra Bosco Users Group Radio on Community Radio 3CR. I've just got a little bit of news and events. I just want to read something that I found on the social media platform, which is Twitter. And it's, a, it's from Ember in Scotland, but from Girl on a Brompton, and in brackets, slow roadie is her handle. Saw a lady cycling today with her partner. Obviously her first time out. She was struggling with the traffic, and when she was forced into the main lane due to cars parked in the cycle lane, she burst into tears and got off the bike. A bit more of a think about that than just you know, a throwaway. It's something we've been fighting for for years, and the indifference and the ignorance is, um, I, I believe, is slipping away. And it's the state government at the moment who, in Victoria, who tend to be uh, insular towards these things. And as much as uh, I hate saying phrases like this, there's votes in this. And if you, you know, I mean, we've seen things over the years of like uh, cyclists. Um, party and all that, try, you know, in the um, fed, you know, for you know, federal election or state election, you know, we've, we've seen some political pushes over the years, um, but it's it's uh, spawning out there. It's uh, it's getting mainstream saturation and, and uh, from personal observations and other people have told me, you know, if you've been, you know, going back to March, April, standing outside local bike shops or, you know, going past and seeing people lined up to buy bicycles. And it's not just for fun and recreation. It's people trying to get around. And it's not. It's a particular segment of the market. It's new and intending buying a particular type of bike, which is your entry model style bike. And these people must be taken care of. Okay, a um, bit of more news and events, if uh, this little thing's going to work for me properly. And yes, it is. We've got a lot of things happening with uh, some more infrastructure type things. Uh, Gipps Street Bridge, that we're upgrading Gipps Street Bridge, and this is from the City of Yarra. Uh, these works are part of a capital city, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's down in, um, you probably remember, Collins Bridge. Uh, the works are programmed to commence on Monday, the 29th of June, and take up to eight weeks to complete dependent upon the weather and the working hours are Monday to Friday at 7am to 5pm. Access to the footbridge will be closed and all traffic are not accessible for the duration of the works. There will be signage to direct you to a alternative route. Now, considering that there's um, earth-moving works going on down near Walmart Street, this is going to be a bit of a mess if it doesn't get worked out with the signage. I can see some very cranky walkers and riders in that area. So, you know, I've got to follow this up with the city of Yarra. I would too, if... Uh, if I was you, yeah, there should be placement of advanced detour signage you know, with the temporary ramp arrangements in the south side of Walmart Street. What happens if you get to either and you can't? Then you have to go along Victoria Street, either clockwise or anti-clockwise. So city of Yarra and city of Burundara, um, and I think it's Salter down there who are in charge of that with a contractor. So I've put some more into the podcast. All right, I think that's all I've got time for today. 
Thank you to Councillor Rohan Leopard from the uh, City of Melbourne for today's interview and uh, things happening all over the place with City of Melbourne, City of Yarra, Moreland, I'm looking at you, Stonington. How about uh, City of Port Phillip and uh, Mooney Valley? What, what are you guys doing? Don't know. Anyway, why don't you give them a call and find out if they're putting in cycling provision to link up or what's happening in the inner suburbs? So today's show should be up at 3cr.org.au forward slash yarrabug. And we've also got our station appeal on at the moment. If you can call uh, 94198377 or go to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate and please keep us on air. I know a lot of people out there are struggling, but if you can do it, please donate and keep this magnificent station on air. Okay, that's all I've got time for today. What about if I click this? That's nice. Okay. Up next, I think, is Sheepop. If not, it'll be another program following me. So uh, thank you for today, and I'll be back in a fortnight. Bicycle and ride Neath the sunny skies Over along the ocean side 3CR would like to thank our Yarrabug program sponsor Vacro Second Chance Cycles for their financial support. Second Chance Cycles is a fantastic community workshop that recycles bikes, trains people in bike mechanics and sells bikes to the local community. To find out more, Google Vacro or drop into the underground car park Harmsworth Street, Collingwood, any Thursday or Friday. Yeah, get on that bicycle and ride. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.